We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Good morning. Welcome into the program, everybody. Today is a beautiful day here in the heart of God's country. Yes, I am Scott Beeson. The whole gang is here, and we're ready to go. It is a Thursday, the third day of August in the year of our Lord, 2023. How are y'all this morning? A little fired up. You're fired up? You're ready? I've Allison. had a lot of caffeine this morning. Have you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Oh. I, it's bad. I, I had think half you drank of coffee. I don't. Diet Coke. Oh, yes. Allison. Really? Yeah. Ready. <laughs> Let's go. She came in with all her little lights. You forgot the remote controls. You know what? None of them, them work. Do at they, least we have do mine. They, do they all take remotes? Yeah, and they're in the basket it, at home. Is that my oh, okay. cute one right there? Yeah, yours works. Okay. Of course. Right, Mom's good. works. I'm glad y'all are all good. Sky, how are you? I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, thank you. People don't know what I do. Ramped up on the caffeine up there. So. The folks in Alabama do not understand what I do for them every day. It's a very sacrificial job that I do. Work. What do you do? Yeah. I, I put up Tell with us. all kind of stuff I don't understand. People walked in. I had, there are three of those little. Uh, what do y'all call them? Selfie rings. Diva, diva rings. Diva rings. rings. Actually, it's a diva light. Diva. Diva lights. It there works. are three of them in here now, Sky. Oh because God. yesterday it was like a whirlwind of we could do. You know who it is? You know who's to blame? Partially to blame? Who's to blame? Joey. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> that was my oh. second guess. Yes, actually. it's either. Look, if you got to blame somebody, it's either Donald Trump or Joey Clark. It's one of the two. Of course. Down, Why, down in the river region down stream? there. Yeah. Oh. Got y'all inspired. If Joey can do it, we can do it. Oh, they're dressed up today too, Sky. No, because they've got the they've got the diva ring, so warming, they're dressed up. up. They're ready. Warming up for yeah. tomorrow. They made me wear a shirt with a collar. That's how bad it is. Nice. Scott, <laughs> sometimes nice. we have to take matters into our own hands. Look at Sky. Sky he always, looks nice Sky in a shirt with a collar. He looks like he's ready to play Though, golf, or sometimes he looks like he's going to a funeral in Hawaii. This is radio. <laughs> radio this is dressed up for radio. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, dressed so up will for radio. the whole gang be here in Montgomery tomorrow? The whole uh, yes. yes. Okay. We yes, will we will be broadcasting from, live from the Renaissance Hotel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Y'all are going to have a blast. Oh. And I would say, oh. hey, come by and see us. We're going to be on the air. People will be walking by. But I don't know what the security concerns are. Uh, they can't. They can't walk by? Mm-mm. Can they, like, be at the window and wave? There's will no window. Will they be able window. to see us? We'll be in a room. So we're just in a room in a cave in the but Renaissance? But when we're done, we mm-hmm. can have merriment. Okay. Because right. I'm going right. to hang out with my sister-in-law and Allison and Ashley. Okay. Like, we're going to hang All out. Right. Well, we have go, plans. I'm going to go over and hang out with Sky and them. Of course yeah. you are. Yeah, come on by. Because mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be uh, board hopping for Joey. Will you? While he continues on from 12 to uh, 3 tomorrow. Is Joey coming over to do it over there? Or is he still doing it? He may be coming over. He's, oh, coming, he's over. coming to the so hotel. You'll be back over there and Joey will be yeah. over at the hotel. Oh, okay. Lots yeah. of merriment. I might come over there with you, Sky. Come on, please. I do have Stop some by. breaking news. What's the breaking news? What is news? it? Well, at 1130 tomorrow, we will have Mike Lindell. Really? He's is that, calling that's, in. That's nailed down? He'll be landing in Montgomery. Mm-hmm. He will be at the Trump event. And okay. so once he lands at 1130, he's calling in the show. I wish he could make it in person, but he can't. Well, you know. And then um, we have several other um, 
the head of the Alabama Republican Party, John Wall, will be on. Mm -hmm. And we have several other people potentially lined up. So it's going to be just a big Trump, let's go Alabama show tomorrow. That'll be good. Because as Alabamians do, um, we're not afraid of a fight. We dare defend our rights. Mm -hmm. And we are all looking forward to hearing from Trump after this latest indictment. And apparently this event is going to be bonkers. You think it's going to be fired you think up? So? Yes. Are I the believe, protesters coming? I don't know that protesters are coming, but I know that Americans who smell a rat mm -hmm. and who are sick of what the Biden crime syndicate is doing to him, something that Rush Limbaugh predicted, he, he said this was going to happen. It has happened repeatedly. Um, but Alabama's ready because we look at that in the face and we go, all right, let's go. So it's going to be fun. Do you have insider information that it's going to be bonkers? Or you're just thinking no, I'm based that on what has happened and transpired the Based on what's happened, it isn't repelling people. If you look at Trump polling, his polling, they did a flash poll, I guess it was this week, early in the week. And this only increases his yeah. base. And I think that the people who were on the fence, they maybe had reserved their tickets. And they're like, I don't know if I'm gonna, they're all going to come. No, the, the harder they go after him, the more people just decide I am firmly in his camp. That's right. And they're really stupid to keep doing it. To keep they going are. after him. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like he's indestructible in some bizarre way. But, they, but they've won at every turn. Every time they've cheated, they've got the establishment in Washington, D.C. They've got Republicans in some of the states acting like they're going to try to figure out how to change their requirements for someone to run for president so they can keep Donald Trump off the ballot in some of those states. So, you know, I think they're losing the, the war for the hearts and minds of the people, but they're winning the war using the power of the swamp. You, you know what I'm saying? Because they're all in charge at the swamp. Because they're in charge, and they decide what the rules are, and they decide when there's an infraction of the rules. They are the referees, and the referees have decided that Team Trump can't win, mm. and they're going to call every penalty possible, and it looks like the only way the outcome of the game changes is for the fans to storm the field. And I mm. think that we are seeing that happen based on the parents' groups rising up across the country. I think that we are seeing people who were not involved before they're involved now. I think it started with masking. I think that that led a lot really? of people to get fired up because parents like Allison and I, we've been involved in politics. The three of us have loved politics since we were in college. Yeah. Okay. We have. We've been involved one way or the other. But I believe the tipping point were, was masking and government overreach for our kids in school. But now the LGBTQ crowd has swung so far to the crazy train left, mm -hmm. they're almost back right again. You have a whole new group of people who've been called parental terrorists by Biden and the crime syndicate. That you see that group of people rising up saying, mm, not going to do that either. We have something we're going to talk about later today that's happening in Alabama this weekend that we'll get to. The parents are like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. There's going to be protests there. And then you have what's happening to Trump. And so you have layer upon layer of people who may have been apathetic because it felt like everything was okay. Now we're looking at this and we're saying, hmm, yes, you're right. They are winning on the field 
but regular, ordinary Americans are ready to storm the field and say, nope, you've come far enough and we're done. I do sense the tide turning a bit. And I can't remember if we got to the Oregon State story where they did an LGBTQ kind of queer, you know, acceptance uh, survey at the engineering school at Oregon State and they were so upset they couldn't believe what came out of the survey because and I'm an engineer shout out we do have a sense of humor and we do have personalities Scott why are you looking at me like that because you're trying to tell me what great personalities engineers have I mean <laughs> they're I'm present a, company I'm excluded a, a, yes, obviously I mean, yeah, I mean she is a terrible personality a she really curve. needs to come out Personality side. Robot and a robot. Domo origato, Mr. Robot Domo. Okay, go ahead, Alice. Okay, well, anyway, at the engineering school, we should have given her the. Hold on. Go. What? Where is it? Why? I just want to make. Personalities. (laughs) Well, I'm going to prove that engineers are funny. Okay. Okay. So on the survey, they asked how these kids identified. And 25% of the respondents responded that they identified as helicopters. helicopters. <laughs> Different types of, I'm a Blackhawk helicopter. I'm and a then, V-22. Yeah. And then they're like, what do you think about this survey? This survey is stupid, you know? And the <laughs> university was so upset. But, but to your point, Amy Beth, even kids are starting to fight back. They see how stupid this all is. And I, with, um, what else was it that happened Oh, the balloons that went off, the, the rape siren balloons that they set off yeah, in the so climate they set up the change ca- the conference. Counter, the counter yeah, it's like little things like that that finally the normal average, I just want to go to work and, and take care of my family, like they're waking up. They're starting to, to like, fight back a little this bit. Is if, y'all, if y'all do this to us, we're going to do stuff to y'all, yeah. and y'all see how funny it is. Did you see the, the horror where they, they've done some, I don't know if it was an education group or whatever. I wish I had the story in front of me, but like 50% of. High school age, college age males are identifying as conservative. Yes. And mm. they're just freaking out. What do you mean they're conservative? It's terrible. But, I mean, you think about it, though. 50% of the guys, which means the other 50% are either liberal or don't know where they are, which right. is possible. Right. And But it says the overwhelming majority of the girls are liberal. And, but even with those numbers... They're very upset that 50% of the boys are identifying as conservative. And you know what else is happening is that this younger generation, I read, you know, live action, pro-life news, life site news. Mm -hmm. This generation is becoming more pro-life because I think the tactics Mm -hmm. of the 30 and under set are making reasonable, rational arguments And that is also turning the tide. But I think it is when believers decide that we are not saved to sit and soak, there's not an ounce of apathy in the Bible, that we are to defend the family that we have, whether you look in the Old Testament or the New Testament and talk about specifically in the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. that we are to take every thought captive. We are to come against anything that comes against Christ. And like I said yesterday, he trains our hands for war We are not meant here to just sit and be a panty waste and just hope it all gets better. (laughs) It is up to us, and that is what is happening across the country. And I'm excited. I'm here for it. I know that it looks bad, but I believe that 
what I, I guess, I don't know if it was Greg or somebody else that we've talked to recently said, but across the country, people are rising up. And that's, I think, the best hope is regular Americans who refuse, you know, the media is like, oh, don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe that you see Portland burning down. Don't believe that defunding the police is not going to affect you in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Like, don't believe what you see. Believe us. We're the experts. Right. And we're like, uh, no, our BS meter is going off, and we're done with you. I'm trying to find the story. The Hill has a version that says... Uh 25% of young men, but I know, I know it was higher. It was there. 50%. It was. We saw that story, yeah, did we, we did. not? Yeah, we did. We absolutely did. And now did. there's multiple stories that are like, no, it's just 25%. No, it's 20%. It's 19%. It's, uh, it's, 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 oh, it's just well, my son, know, typical stuff. And I'm sure your kids can attest, when they hear me talking about, you know, we've lost this generation, he he's like, no. There are so many more conservatives even at Auburn, the kids themselves mm -hmm. are conservative. Now, the faculty and right. the leadership and, you know, some of the, I mean, there are pockets of it. But he just is, he always challenges me on that thinking. Like, it's really, don't count out that generation. Don't count out the 18 to 25-year-olds. I hope so. And, and we still, still are in the South, for sure. So, that helps a little bit. And, and maybe it's because the professors and the faculty are able to, um, what do you call it, um, radicalize that small group of people. And then that small group of people goes out and they're, they're loud, they're obnoxious, yeah. and they annoying. make the news. Yeah, annoying. They're protesting. They're doing whatever. So, so maybe. But in national elections, we're not doing great. Well, that's not the kids' fault. That's the no. RNC and the leadership right? fault. I don't disagree with that. So, Alabama Unfiltered Radio, a lot of stuff to do today. You do not want to miss it. Al Sharpton has weighed in. He's an expert in history. Right. We'll have that on the other side. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. If you're enjoying the radio show as well as the other content put out by 1819 News, you can continue to support their work by going to 1819news.com. Become a member today. 1819 News is your citizen-supported truth-teller, shining the light on what's happening in the state, uncovering corruption, and celebrating the good, the true, and the beautiful. Support nonprofit journalism that represents your values, not the values of Washington, D.C., your values. Become an 1819 News member today. So, here's the thing. Look, I know that I was publicly educated. Please do not take offense, any of you in the education community. You'll get my point momentarily. I understand that I was publicly educated. I also thought, I could be wrong, but I thought there were like 13, I don't know, maybe 14, maybe 12. I'm thinking 13. I'm, for some reason, maybe, maybe that's my birthday. I was thinking there were 13 little groups of people. And they were kind of separated, and, and they called themselves, what was that word? Colonies. Yes, there were 13 colonies, and they were under British rule. I think that's right. And, and the British had, who was the guy in charge? <laughs> Wasn't Barack Obama? Um, could have been King Clinton. No, I think it was George something. King George the Third. Was it the Third? It was the Third. King George the Third, and he was the, the British king, and these, these colonies were out there, and a bunch of radical old slave owner white guys 
um, decided that they would rebel and say, hey, king, you're number one with the, you know, the Roman um, symbol of discontent. So they told him that he was number one. And what was the other word? They rebelled. No way. Yes, they, they were, they basically overthrew the government. Huh. And, and and it was neat because there was two guys that I think because of my they were they were probably cousins because they were named the same as George the Third and then George Washington wow. they were probably cousins, probably cousins probably cousins yeah. maybe and even brothers you don't know no they could have been maybe yes. you don't know and and then and George had his little friend from down the street his name was Tom hmm. uh he was um he was moving on up. Was he? Yes. To the top? To, to the penthouse, at a, at a deluxe, whatever, penthouse at the top. In this guy. Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. Yes. That was yes, him. That's he had, him. He had a okay. weird walk. Yes. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. His name was Thomas Jefferson, and Thomas Jefferson was all in this whole rebellion thing, too, right? I think so. Okay. So, I mean, it's a long time so ago. So basically but, yeah. overthrowing the government. So that is what I, I thought had happened until I realized that Al Sharpton... Al Sharpton was on MSNBC. He was on the uh, the Morning Joe thing, and he was explaining more of it to this because he's very he's very upset about Donald Trump. Is he? He is, and and Donald Trump apparently has has tried to overthrow the government and stay in power. So Sharpton was saying something. Maybe this will work. You know, I, I thought about this as I was looking through the indictment last night, and uh, I grew up and started my activism in a section of Brooklyn called Brownsville. And walking to the subway many mornings, some of the guys in the neighborhood would say, Rev, I caught a case. I have never walked down that block and somebody said, I caught three cases. I mean, this is just as low as it gets. I've never heard of three cases on one individual in three jurisdictions. So this is serious. But on the other side of it, one day our children's children will read American history. And can you imagine our reading that James Madison or Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power? That's what we're looking at. We're looking at American history. <laughs> oh, what a scholar. Wait a minute. Wow. One day our children are going to be reading American history. And, and, and can you imagine? Wait, let me see if I can get that straight again. American history. And can you imagine our reading that James Madison or Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power? That's what we're looking at. We're looking. Scott, that needs like a that needs some music with that. That needs a sound effect. Bill and Ted had a, had a better view of American history. Spicoli uh. from Fast Times at Ridgemont High understood American history better than Al Spicoli. <laughs> the founding fathers had an awesome set of tools, dude. They had a righteous, against- a righteous <laughs> idea, man. You know, they said, we're not going to take this anymore, King Dude. You know? We're going to get our own rules, man. Oh, Al Sharpton. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I can't Did even- he ever pay his taxes? No, of course he did. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> of course he didn't. He says this is narcissism. On steroids. Don't you love it when people tell on themselves? Oh my gosh. He says, here's Twitchy responded with. Can you imagine if Thomas Jefferson would rebel against the guy? He said, yeah, it'd probably go something (laughs) like this. We hold these truths to be self evident. (laughs) 
I'm just, you know, look. Learn it, I, know it, live it. People sometimes are like, why do, you, why do y'all want to do radio? <laughs> it's, it's not to preach to the choir. It's not to talk to the choir. Here's the, here is the bad part. And, and I know it's not necessarily people from the great state of Alabama or maybe even across the South. But Al Sharpton represents the beliefs of millions of Americans, especially in blue dot cities. And when Al Sharpton says, yeah, can you imagine James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, they didn't... The the folks on the left are like, yeah, that's right. I know they did. They never. And then someone comes on their little liberal radio station and says, that is a true statement. The conservatives are making fun of Al for no reason because we've looked at the history and Thomas Jefferson nor James Madison ever rebelled against the United States. Our fact check says it's false. And that, and that what they do? That's how they do it. Yes. Conservatives say Al Sharpton's an idiot because, and they put, because he said they would, you know, it's just, no, they never rebelled against the United States. They rebelled against the king of Britain. Guys, can you imagine this guy is a spokesperson for so many? Did he actually graduate from nursery school? <laughs> nursery, nursery school. <laughs> no. Seriously. All these people are like, hey, don't tell him about the Revolutionary War. Other people are like, he should try reading American history. American history. All I can think is, okay, buddy. Okay. Oh, they actually did overthrow their own government. <laughs> My gosh. Maybe he just misspoke. Maybe he did. I don't know. He was pretty worked. He was ready for that. Mm. What was um? What did Thomas Jefferson actually say? That the tree of liberty. Must be what refreshed with the blood of patriots from time and to time. tyrants. Yes. Blood of patriots and tyrants. Yep. Hmm. That good old Thomas Jefferson guy. Good old Tommy. Such a pacifist. Mm. We'll be back. <laughs> That's the only kind, the kind I know. We got there finally. Yeah, it takes a minute, but it does. We'll it's all right there. though. It's good stuff. It's such good lyrics. Crazy though. women. Hey, looks like life I live. No doubt about it. I'm here. With the crazy women doing Alabama's uh, favorite radio program, Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Thank you, Al. There's a fantastic picture for the studio. <laughs> it is. I thought it was very representative of very ourselves. very good. A picture yeah. of the moon landing that we're questioning. Because that's what we do on this show. We question. <laughs> so people we'll show you later, really, Sky. really believe that the moon landing was fake. Some people do. <laughs> I kind of think it was not Are we 100% that sure that it was... True? You weren't here for moon landing No, remember day? I was gone because I was in the midst of moving uh, children hither and yon. Were, so I missed right. the moon landing Well, you day. realized how hard that was to accomplish. So do you really think we went thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of miles and then landed on the little rock and it all, you know, and then we just came back? It's no problem. They had great video of it, though, from every angle. Almost like uh, somebody standing on the side with a camera. It's really interesting. I mean, it's, it's, I mean how did they have that kind of technology back then? I, you know, they just had good I'm, I'm asking questions. Good, I don't know. They had, they had better cell coverage than we have it's then. absolutely astounding. Which leads us perfectly mm-hmm. to our next topic. That y'all so graciously teased yesterday on social media because y'all are fired up about that. UFOs. UFOs. Of course, that's the old publicly educated version. Now it's what? Unidentified aerial phenomena. 
UAPs. 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 Because you're like, whoa, what's that? So, okay. It's, um, God love him. Congressman Tim Burchett. Randall, there's your answer. <laughs> Congressman Tim Burchett, who was my um, state senator when I lived in Knoxville, um, and now he is a congressman. He has always had a penchant for the unusual. And one of the first bills that I remember him passing when he was in the Tennessee legislature was the roadkill bill. So okay. you hit a deer, you can pick it up, and you can eat it. That took a law in Tennessee? Yeah. Because in Alabama's a given. It's poaching. You know, you can't... Oh, really? Because they don't you, know if you actually right. shot it or right. ran it over? Right. Okay. Well, if it's in the road and your bumper's messed up, you hit it. it well, what if sense. your bumper... What if you just hit it in the right spot and it just... It doesn't hurt your car at all? And, yeah. So anyway... Well, you just give them the benefit of the doubt. You split it with them. First known for the roadkill bill. Went national. I remember him being on the Today Show back in the day. <laughs> roadkill bill. And then, let's see. What else does he do? He had. He was known. He, this year, he had the 15-minute Christmas party in his office. No, he did not. Because that's all they have time for is 15 minutes. And everybody showed up, and he served peanut butter and jelly uh-huh. and, like, cheese Whiz and crackers. And he had a good old redneck Christmas party for 15 minutes. That's so he's, awesome. He's quirky, and he's he's actually super cool. He's just a good... Down all. If you ever hear him talk, he he's real slow. Well, we're gonna hear him, right? We're gonna hear him because he'll be on the show on Monday. And he's the one that gave you your political guidance and got you to where you are. He today. is the whole reason I went into politics. I worked on his Tennessee Senate campaign, and I thought everybody in politics would be as cool and open and honest and just mm-hmm. you know yeah. who they are, and they're not. That but anyway. Did so, you go door to door? Are you were you a door to door? Yeah. Did you canvas door to door and knock okay. on the door? And, mm. I, was, I was. Hey yeah. y'all. Yeah, it was just the sign. And I, we would do events. I would go and do that kind of stuff too. But okay. yeah, it was very grassroots. Um, there is nothing fancy or polished about Congressman Burchett. But so he he's one that's always talked about very openly his questions of the government, which is good. Mm-hmm. And the two things that he's been on a kick recently are that they are hiding information about UFOs that we have had since the 1930s, retrieved and had in our possession. Russia somehow gets in on it. Um, I guess we got our first UAP, UFO, from Russia, and we brought it back over here, and we've been reconstructing Why'd they give it. Why it to us? I don't know. I can't remember yeah, this is just the, the whole story. story. This is okay. a whole story. So it goes back to the 1930s, and he's been questioning it, and so he and Matt Gates and Anna Paulina Luna who's a new congresswoman from Florida, have set on this mission to expose the government's cover-up of UAPs. Hmm. And apparently they got really set on fire because the Pentagon, they went, they have highest the highest security clearance, and they went to get some information from the Pentagon, and they were blocked. And they were blocked. And they were blocked. Really? And it force them to call this oversight committee hearing in the House, which is what happened last Wednesday. And he had all these whistleblowers that came forward talking about what they have seen. Mm-hmm. And so some let me, of let me it gets kind of I wanna, I wanna crazy. Test it with a little cynicism, a little question here. Okay. Have y'all seen the map of the um, it's a world map black and white, basically, of the UFO sightings, like around the world. 
Have you ever seen that? I've never look at seen this. that. Okay. So I, I will show it to you. UFO sightings. Well, I've got it. You don't have to look it up. Okay. So here, I can't, I can't blow it up. But okay. Huh. Oh, they're all just in America. Yeah, wow. there's a couple in, the, you know, there's some over in Britain and Northern Europe and then... You know, they, well, the, that's the, because the that was when line. they flew over to get some tea and crumpets. That's, yeah, to help Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Jefferson, uh-huh. who would not overthrow the government. Right. Um, yeah, so when you when you see that map, you start going, hmm, so the aliens don't really care anything about South America or Africa or Asia or, hmm. So it just seems... They're going after New Yorkers. Look at that. <laughs> There's a lot I wish of they just on pick the them up while they're at it. That uh, that that see them. Well, there. I tried to transpose that with the uh, legalizing drugs <laughs> vote. It actually <laughs> kind of somehow fits. it works. Like Oregon <laughs> and Washington, New York. There's a lot of blue dots that are brightly lit up with. Uh, we see a lot of UFOs. I don't know what that was. But so these three whistleblowers, David Grush. Okay. David Fravor and Graves. What was never his? name your kid David? Apparently, because he's going to see because he's going to yeah going to see things. Mm-hmm. What did they see? Well, these are the main takeaways from this hearing. Okay, okay number one, and they they're saying these things under oath, and a lot of the things they couldn't say. They've got to go to a skiff to talk about them because it's all got to be super secret. Is that a cone of silence? That's like this. You go in, there's no cell phones, there's no nothing. You, you know, you gotta, you gotta go in this chamber mm-hmm. that's soundproof and you lock yourself and you tell all the top secrets. And so that's what they're gonna do. But under oath, they testified that the U.S. government absolutely possesses unidentified aerial phenomena. Okay. Okay. It says that the Pentagon has a program that the whole purpose is to reconstruct these UFOs. Okay. Mm. Sounds so like a movie. Just like the Transformer movies. David Grush said that he has seen non-human biologics. What does that mean exactly? Aliens. He said, I have to be very careful, but what I personally witnessed myself and my wife was very disturbing. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Um, do they do drug testing <laughs> before their Senate testimony or after? He and his wife saw them. Yeah, it is that is kind of weird because you're doing like your, one on the side of the road. Top secret intel yeah. guy, government stuff, and you're like, because wouldn't more people I see usually, it, or did they see it because the trip that night was extra special? I, I'm, I'm just, just asking. I think it's odd that he says his he and his wife. But y'all do realize. They can get in a lot of trouble. This is lying. This I mean, is lying. Is. This but is. so did Carly Russell, and she's only going to get a slap on the wrist. Well, but point. I'm just saying, you're accusing the Pentagon. You're accusing, like, you're didn't surely going to die. Didn't Fauci lie? Yeah, but he's on their side. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, so it's, it's, it's illegal for some folks. Thank right, you we'll for letting us ask questions. we got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We are powered by 1819 News. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling other people about the show. We need to make a correction from last week when Allison was so fired up about Auburn football, which I think y'all should, uh, everybody should go listen to their podcast. It's not really y'all's podcast. It's y'all doing Brian Dawson's podcast at 1819 News. Yeah, we took over Brian's. Y'all were football experts is what I heard. Absolutely. We talked about a lot, but Mm -hmm. in the behind the scenes, we we talk some Auburn, Alabama football. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But and, you... Yeah, I misspoke last week, so I apologize to uh, the Auburn coaching staff. It wasn't... Auburn's new coach does not have a thing for motorcycles. We'll leave it at that. That was... What's his name? Petrino. Rick Petrino. Yes. Yes. So the Auburn thing is different than that. So I just wanted to... I didn't want people to think... But it all runs together. It's all kind of... It's your partner for Alabama. But the Auburn family should know that the new guy is, is good with money. He gets. <laughs> and, and yes. it's great to see the Auburn fans uh, interested in college football again, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Blah, you can make blah. a dollar go further. Blah, so blah, funny. He's okay. always using those two for one coupons. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't stink. Scott. <laughs> I just wanted to make it, I just wanted to get the story straight. I do appreciate Is it straight? That's pretty straight, though. Yes, and I already have a correction from what I said before the break. Okay, what? Well, it wasn't Italy. It was. I mean, it wasn't Russia that it they Ru- got oh, yeah, okay. the UFO from in 1933. It was, it was Italy, mm-hmm. and they say that the Pope and the Church helped get it back to the U.S. And so now, after the hearing, people are calling on the Pope and the Vatican to speak out about if they have been hiding this. So now, now we got the Catholic Church involved, which really freaks me out because we're like, is this, is this? You just can't go down in there. Are these, uh, yes, do we need question. exorcism across the world? Or really just the pot-smoking parts of the right. U.S.? It could have been a giant pizza pan that they were working on. <laughs> and people were like, it's got to be something. It can't, they can't make a pizza that big. Oh, yes, we can. Is that Italian? That is not Italian. <laughs> Speaking as a former Italian, I can assure you that that is That's not what they not sound Italian. like. Italian. But oh. these whistleblowers... You have to, you know... Really... I mean, they have, there's videos that I wish I could play the pilots and the mm-hmm. tic-tac video where they say that this is Navy pilots that are flying the planes mm-hmm. and they see what they say looks like a giant propane tank just bouncing up and down. Like, we'll come down and, and fly down and then just stop okay. and turn on a dime. No, no trail, no expulsion of like... Right. Stuff that makes things go. Mm-hmm. That's very technical. Mm-hmm. That was great. I'm glad yeah. you're an engineer because yes. if you weren't, we would be struggling. <laughs> what would <laughs> we do? <laughs> it's like it's like it just comes down and then just turns on a dime and right. then goes away and they zoom in on it. But anyway, they say a really bad cuss word as they're mm-hmm. trying to like get it in there. They're like what the? It's like a, what? you know when you yeah. lock in and you're going to shoot uh-huh. a missile. Anyway, they use yeah. that and they and and so there are all these videos and things and and people these aren't just like average shows it's like not me going in and saying i saw aliens these are commanders and important people in the navy high up was it was this after we started doing diversity hiring in the military or was this before I'm just kidding. That was a joke, kind of. Oh, sorry. I was... So. Well, and don't you think... I mean, I think the other question, and it's a valid question, is do other parts of the world not report seeing them because they know their government has zero interest in chasing this down? Mm-hmm. Or, or is it we just in the them? U.S. and we see them and it's because China's messing with us and it's always been China or it's been us trying out weapons that we're, no one knows about yet? We're playing with our new toys. And we're and like, a lot of us. sightings at around you know bases, military uh, bases. Always, oh, they always have been. Uh, mm-hmm. How much time do we have? I know we've one got minute. one caller. One minute. One minute. One minute. Yep. Oh, yep. maybe maybe Dana and Steve can hold off for a little while. I want to be fair to them, and uh, they might want to go do some 
we'll listen to the ads and stuff, of course, but uh, yes, do some work and support the uh, the American government so we can get to the bottom of this UFO thing. There's some other theories out there. I'm hoping some callers will tell us some of the theories. I've heard different things. I'm going with um, if they're really seeing stuff that it's military equipment test things. And then if it's something really crazy, I'm okay with a supernatural origin as well. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.